Hey all, welcome to our podcast from OK to KO, following our journey from an OK life to a knockout life. Every Sunday after breakfast, we'll be sitting down and having a chat and publishing it as a podcast, and we hope you enjoy. Hey guys, Ollie here. Don't worry, Kira is joining me uh, in a second. I just need to warn you that, again, I made a swear word. Um, it's, around, it's around the 12-minute mark. It's the F word. If you uh, are very offended by that word, just don't listen. Uh, if you're not, it's fine. But I just wanted to let you know. Otherwise, it's a pretty good episode, talking about habits and stuff like that. Um, enjoy. Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, thanks. You sound all sweet as soon as it starts. <laughs> Someone nice and sweet. Yeah. But we all know you're a tyrant. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Good morning. Yeah. It's so super sunny and really nice. Usually we come in for these, um, <clears throat> to do the podcast after like a walk and it's been like raining or it's been freezing cold or it's been like windy or something it's a massive exaggeration and it was just quite it nice it's not been raining very much it just felt really peaceful and really nice that is true though it did feel sorry it did feel really really peaceful yeah. this morning and you're right the sun was out it was a nice temperature all the animals like the squirrels and the birds yeah it makes a massive out. difference yeah i love it so um Big thing happened last night in Leicester. Go on. <laughs> Not really a big thing. No, it was a big it was thing. Quite, no, it was quite a big it thing. Big didn't thing. feel that big. So Leicester won the FA Cup. So for those of you that don't know about English football, it's kind of a big deal. And Leicester are not like the biggest team, so it's kind of a big deal they won. And, you know, we went out because, to bit, for a bit of context, I was here in Leicester when they won the league in 2016. That was a real surprise. Premier League. The Premier League in 2016. It was a real surprise. And the night they won it, like, the city just erupted. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, and so we expected to see something similar last night, and it was not that. In fact, the centre of town was dead. So there, were, there was some action, some of the cars towards the stadium, was Everyone was going towards the stadium, yeah. But we didn't go in. So it was probably lively there, but we didn't. Yeah, I'm sure. There. I'm sure it was very lively there, but, like... The centre of town, we thought there'd be... Yeah, there was nothing. There was nothing, which is just... I think it's interesting because I think in our minds we're coming out of lockdown. Tomorrow we can go into restaurants again. Inside, yeah. And but it's still even just two days before lockdown, you could see like, wow, this celebration would have been so different mm-hmm. if it wasn't times of COVID. Because obviously, not being able to go in pubs, no one could watch the game yeah. in town. So it was just quiet in town, which yeah. when a city wins a league, you're not expecting it to be quiet in town, no, no. are you? Especially like a smallish city like Leicester, when there's only one football club in there. Like, everyone supports Leicester here. There's yeah. no, like, yeah. But so, was, yeah, by the stadium, it's busy, but not, not, not yeah. in the proper city centre part. No. But still, good news all round, anyway. Um, and, yeah, and then tomorrow... The sec- next step of lockdown happens, so you can go inside pubs, you can go visit people's houses. Um, you can still only be in a group of six inside, but it's, it's a big change. Yeah, it definitely is a big change. It's been, we've been in this lockdown since this January. Well, it was before Christmas, though. Yeah, so it's been, it's been about five months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
which is bizarre when you think Almost that. six. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's coming up in half. Yeah. yeah. Between five and six months. So it's, um, I think it will be interesting as well coming out of lockdown because uh, last time we came out of lockdown, we hadn't been in a lockdown for this length of time. Yeah. And so whereas after this amount of time, it really does feel like, whoa, you're kind of in your kind of small bubble world mm -hmm. and kind of coming out of that again. It'll be really interesting experience yeah no it's true last time and also last time was a bit of a novelty as well everyone's like can't believe this is actually happening by this point it's the third lockdown and it's been really long everyone's just desperate for it to be over yeah but i think it'd be interesting in terms of like i think you and i both are not that up for being in busy places yeah that's true probably a bit more than normal yeah just because we're not used to it no it's true definitely like the thought, the thought of going to a busy bar and then having to like queue and fight your way to the front of the bar to place an order, that just does not appeal to me. And I think also psychologically from keeping your distance from people to being allowed to be in a crowded bar is just going to feel a bit jarring. Like mm. it will still feel like, should we be this close? You know? <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Because there's still a lot like, you know, we've been trying to prevent the... the the spread of one particular, very particular disease for a year or so, because it's more dangerous than most. But like, there still is, there are still are colds and diseases that spread, you know? And so I guess you've got to kind of think, when you go back, it's like, okay, so we're okay with that now. Do you know what I mean? It's such a weird thing to think. It's like, no, we know we're spreading diseases. That's a really horrible thought, actually. But... Always spreading diseases. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that the diseases are very low key and they don't really matter. Well, they once did, though, right? The common cold used to be True. very dangerous. True. Mm. True. So I guess it will be like that. Yeah, I suppose so. I think that's the, the aim, isn't it? Yeah, what? The COVID or becomes... Or like the flu jab becomes you have, like, right? Yeah, I think COVID will always be there, but it won't be like... Um, it won't be that deadly. I mean, look, I know nothing about this stuff. Like, I read headlines, and that's about it, really. <laughs> um, but yeah, it'll be fun to be able to go to inside cafes and restaurants and stuff like that. Next week, it'll be good. Definitely. Another excuse for us to spend loads of money. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I, I just think the kind of... Sometimes you don't realise the effect something has had on you until you're out of it. True. Until you reflect and there's hindsight or you then go back to normality and you're like, I feel different, but I didn't know I felt different because I wasn't interacting with these situations again. So I think it will be an interesting time. Um... Because, yeah, we've all just kind of been going through it. I mean, for some people, I think there's been challenges, more challenges along the way. I think that you and I, we've just been kind of like going through. But I think, yeah, looking back in hindsight will be interesting. Definitely. Absolutely. It's hard to process everything that's happening sometimes when it's... Well, I think the thing with COVID as well is there's this huge global uh, virus that's spreading, yet our immediate realities are very, very small. Mm -hmm. And so that's just a really interesting juxtaposition of two ways of thinking, like the bigger picture, like we're all going through this really big thing, mm -hmm. yet my everyday yeah, is true. very, very small. Yeah. That's life, right? Yeah. It's just even to the further, yeah. further extreme. And I suppose the COVID makes the, the shared experience quite similar because it limits you what you can do and what you can't. Well, has there ever been a... a has there ever been a global 
there hasn't been like a global pandemic like this before, has there? Well, the Spanish flu. Global. That was pretty. That was pretty international. I don't know if it was global or not. So, yeah. In nineteen eighteen, I don't think travel was as That's global. That's the thing as, yeah, because yeah, yeah. globalization is fairly mm. new in itself. Mm. So, this is a new. I think this is the first time this Maybe. has ever happened. Yeah. Because travel wasn't as widespread before. True. Hmm. And if there has been, well, I mean, there's been SARS and MERS and bird flu and swine flu and Ebola and stuff like that, but that's not really been global either. It's been quite localised mm. in those uh, continents, I would say. Yeah. I don't really know. It's definitely been international, like you said, but mm. not, I don't, I think this global, mm. um, yeah, every country going to it, I don't think yeah. that's... It's unusual. Well, I don't think it was possible before. It's never happened before. What, because of, not, because of travel? Yeah, yeah, but also because of the so. infectiousness of, of COVID. Of COVID, you know? yeah. That's the thing. Um, well, maybe we're talking about it so long and someone's probably like, you're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> if someone's like, you know nothing about it, and we're like, well, you're probably right, we don't know much about it. But. Um, That's not what we're here to talk about today. No, exactly. What are we here to talk about? You read a book. I'm reading a book. Yeah. Um, Atomic Habits. You've re- also read part of no, this book. No, I read 50% of the book, which is one of my habits. Ooh. To start reading a book and then just stop. <laughs> and then read another one. I stop. <laughs> yeah. That's my habit, is reading 50% of books. Not 50% of all books. 50% of the content within individual books is my habit, which mm. I need to break. But yeah, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Tell us. You are really, really good at remembering authors' names, which is really good. Probably because I follow them and, like, I don't just... I follow them and see what they're up to on social and stuff like that as right. well. Right, right. Because I've noticed when we're having these chats, hmm. you always remember who said what. Hmm. That's oh, very impressive. I usually steal stuff they say and then... Well, I don't steal it, I quote them and, and uh, stuff in training and stuff like that, so, you know... It's really good. Well, it's impressive, but it's also good to give definitely props to the author. Um, so we thought we'd chat about habits. So let's be honest. Okay. Mm. Let's be honest. We have this board <laughs> where we have our three things that we're sticking to that if you've listened to our podcast before, you'll know. And we had um, a podcast where we we're chatting about, oh, there's this one where we said we're going to be in peak physical shape and it's all because we got the wording all right. That's why we're not doing it. The wording's not right. So we changed mm. the wording to no junk, which <laughs> meant no junk food and no junk mental in terms junk. of mental junk, like what you're consuming uh, online mm-hmm. or on TV. Um, how's that been going on? Yeah, not great, to be honest. <laughs> not superbly well. I'm about to sneeze, so take over. Okay. Um, <sighs> so it turns out... The key was not in the wording. No. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out that didn't fix it. I mean, we did better. We did better. We'd be going to the gym more. Mm. Um, but all round, I'd say, could be a lot better. I'm going to see that. You carry on. <laughs> Obviously, we're allergic to this chat <laughs> about habits. Um, no, the point, the point of habits is you, you, you're rock solid in it. You do it every, every day, rain or shine, right? And I don't think, like, 
the exercise or no junk thing has really hit that level yet. I mean, point. I don't even think the junk food has even hit the habit level yet. We've just been eating loads of junk food. Mm. We haven't even really... Yeah, no, a lot, yeah, that's true. Tried. With the gym, we've tried. Mm. So I think it's better than the first thing we had, but we're both like, okay, this is, this is still... We're like dipping our toes in. We're not really giving it our full effort. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, so we're talking about habits, so it's interesting because that is something we really both want to create habits to put ourselves into a better uh, mental and physical state consistently, and neither of us are, are very successful at sticking to those habits right now. No. So what are some of the things, do you remember any of the book or what are the, some of the things that you think might be getting in the way? Um, I don't remember that much of it, really. I remember his stories. Um... I don't know what's getting in... The, well, I guess one of the problems is routine's not great because we've got some days which we end quite late and some days which we don't, which means it's quite hard to say in the evening this is going to be the routine which is going to set me up for tomorrow. Like, if, if you talk about habits in terms of a good morning routine, it's really got nothing to do with the morning. It's got everything to do with the evening. Like, how early are you going to bed? What mental state are you in when you go to bed? That's going to make you wake up feeling better, which means you can execute your morning routine. Mm. If you fuck up all... <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> what, look at what time it is so you can... Oh, 12.34, no, yeah. No, I'm not going to edit that out, but I will put a warning at the start of the thing. If you mess that up, um, you've got a problem, haven't you? Because you can't... It's like it's too late by that point. So essentially, you want to be doing things that will benefit your future self. As a habit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So going to bed earlier, your future self in the morning is going to be like, thank gosh I did that because yeah. now I can get up. So you're earlier. present, you're, in essentially you're fighting against your present self, mm -hmm. which, is why, which is why it's got to be a habit because if it's a conscious decision all the time, over time your present self is going to win. Mm. That's a really nice way to look at it actually. I've never heard it framed like that, fighting against your present self for your future self because of course then your present self is going to be like, but hello, this is what I'm actually experiencing. This is my desire. Right now. Yeah. yeah, and always thinking about your future self, it's like that doesn't exist yet. Mm -hmm. But how am I going to fight the moment that's real? Because mm -hmm. all, all that's ever really real is right now, right? The present. So then if you're never doing that, of course it's going to win out. So something he does talk about is that if you are putting your, if you were, using willpower to resist mm. temptation that is not going to be enough long term right and that so it's kind of what you're saying um and therefore what you do to make that easier is to not put yourself in a situation where temptation is obvious mm. and that's kind of the hack so like so classic example if you don't want to eat loads of crisps don't have crisps in the house yeah it <laughs> sounds so obvious, but like, yeah. Yeah. So obvious. Like, if you want to go to the gym, make sure your gym stuff is always ready to go. Yeah. So essentially, bad habits, you make them invisible. Mm -hmm. Good habits, you make visible. So having okay. your gym kit out. Mm. Like, oh, look, that's all ready for me to just... I don't have to think about it. Because essentially, it's also about not having to... Your brain's got so many things to focus on. And consciously, there's only so much you can focus on. Mm -hmm. So things which are just... You can kind of do an auto, which is what a habit is. It's yeah. auto. But you want to switch them from bad to good. So therefore, the 
good ones, you're visible. So yeah. you don't have to think, where's my gym kit? Oh gosh, I can't find it. Can't you know what, this is long. Yeah, exactly. I don't even want to go. It's like, it's there, I'm out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and equally, you know, with the stuff in the house, just don't have it there. Like you're never going to resist that massive pack, pack of crisps if it's in the house. So, hmm. how do you avoid getting a takeaway? What a <laughs> and that says it all. <laughs> you said I was going to avoid getting takeaways. No, I don't mean. No, I, I mean one. I'm, how does one? I'm joking. Um, how does one avoid getting takeaways? Because uh, it's not in the house. Get rid of no. the app on your phone. Yeah. Well, that. Yeah, that. Because sometimes you're like, I'll just have a look on Deliveroo. Do you do that? Sometimes you're like, like that. That is exact thing happened to us last Sunday. We came back from somewhere. Someone mentioned the word Chinese food. I don't, I, honestly, I'm saying someone as in I actually don't know who it was. <laughs> Not like someone mentioned. It was like I actually don't know. Oh, one and of then, us. And then, um, and then before we know it, we were we were perusing the Chinese food selection on Deliveroo. And when you're doing that, it's so much harder to say, "Nah, it's fine. We'll cook." Oh yeah, once you've already, so, that's so true with you and I, it's as soon as we entertain the idea of like, oh, we could get this, yeah. it's so hard for either of us to backtrack. We immediately, I'm guessing it's the same for you because you both commit to it like immediately, <laughs> like immediately visualize it, like, how amazing the evening's going to be, <laughs> how great I'm going to feel. Suddenly everything's elevated. This is a really fun time. And then if it's like, oh, we could not, it's like, oh. It's just, oh, it's just really, everything's going to suck now. <laughs> but I mean, it's amazing how quickly, as soon as you bring it up, mm. it's like, bam, my, my mind's just seen, pictured it all. Yeah. Like I'm just invested. So, and, I, and I think Deliveroo is a great example because Deliveroo are very smart. Like that's the timing and the wording of their notifications is just Also now phenomenal. the bikes are everywhere. That's true. You see them all the time. Mm, that's true. Um, so maybe another thing for us is to not say it out loud because that's a cue for us. So here's the thing is you have a cue, mm. which gives your craving, Yeah. which can't remember the next specific word, but makes you take action. Yeah. And then you get the reward. Yeah. And that's a four step. So you can hack that process to, for good, yeah? Yeah. Use it to, uh, divert it to good habits instead of. Yeah. Bad ones, right? So I guess it's understandable. I'm not all the way through the book. I don't even think I'm up to 50% yet. But um, so we're talking about the cue. So a cue for us is the mention. Mm -hmm. I think that's the big cue for us, the mention of a... Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. So you've got to find a, get yourself in a headspace where you're less likely to mention it. I think, honestly, these things, when I've been best at... Um, consistently doing good habits is when I've been on a roll and so you've just got to like in momentum so there's not this idea of oh, I messed up yesterday so I may as well mess up today it's like no I've been so good for so long that why the hell would I do that now you know but that's already when the habit's forming so what do you do before that point work really damn hard <laughs> so yeah so what's the cue then I don't know. 
just, I don't know. It's more of a resistance, I think, in that case. Mm. It's more resisting saying something. Or making sure you're doing the good stuff. So making sure you're going to the gym, so you're more likely to say, oh, well, I went to the gym, that'd be so pointless to do that now. So this is like habit stacking. Yeah, that's definitely a James Clear thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> yeah. So what, how does it work? <coughs> Excuse me. So if you have a habit that you're already doing, so if you want to bring in a good habit, so we're talking about stopping a bad habit, right? Yeah. Let's switch it, talk about, uh, I want to take vitamins every day. So then you, oh, well, I brush my teeth every day. And so that always happens. And so my vitamins will be by there. And so habit stack, so you don't have to think about it, is as mm. soon as I brush my teeth, I'll take my vitamins. Mm -hmm. So it's just like less to remember. So you either habit, put a habit on top of another habit. Mm -hmm. Or another way he does it is if you, if I do the habit that I need to do, then I'll do the thing that I want to do. You give yourself the reward. Oh, okay. That's a good idea. So if I... He gives, gave an example in his book of someone who wanted to watch Netflix, but needed to work out. And so did this, uh, <clears throat> like worked on his bicycle machine and fixed it in a way that oh, Netflix would only turn on if he was pedaling at certain speed. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty smart. Yeah. And so connecting the two habits mm. so you can only get the one you want if you do the one you need to do. That's interesting. <laughs> I used to do that. I was always in, uh, living in Spain and I used to smoke a lot of cigarettes in Spain. And um, I, had, I had this thing where I was like, okay, well, if I'm at home, if I'm just chilling at home and I want a cigarette, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do 20 press-ups before I have the cigarette. Really? Yeah. And um, so I used to do 20 press-ups before I did the cigarette. And it was quite good. I did a lot of press-ups for that reason. What was really interesting was after you do 20 press-ups, the last thing you want is a cigarette. So um, I managed to do more press-ups and smoke less cigarettes at home. Don't get me wrong, when I went out, I was smoking like a chimney, but it, that was quite an interesting one. That's really cool. That's really clever. Yeah. Um, That's another thing that's true, was when you are feeling more healthy, you aren't drawn to unhealthy things as much. Mm -hmm. And so he was saying in the other way um, how if you're doing things which you don't want to do, they can lead to things. So for an example, one that um, he says is if you are feeling sluggish, mm -hmm. so you watch TV, but then you're feeling TV, watching TV, and you end up feeling more sluggish because you haven't moved. Yeah. And then it just kind of feeds into itself. Yeah, of course. That makes exact sense. So, yeah. um, and another example gives if you smoke because you, you might be um, worried about your health. So you might, sorry, you might be smoking, so you're worried about your health, but then you get really worried, so you get stressed, so you have another cigarette. Mm -hmm. And then you'll worry even more about your health, and then they feed into each other. Right. But you, it probably works the other way around as well. So if you're mm. feeling healthy, then you want to... For sure. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. So... What's the moral of the story? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. No, I, I need to... I, it's something that I'd love to improve on, for sure. They, I mean, I think, for me, the, the best way habits happen is when I'm doing something at the same sort of time every day. Routine and habits, for me, are pretty linked. I think that's to do with decision fatigue. Yeah. I think so. And I think that is a very real thing. Um, I think it's a really, really big thing, actually. 
because sometimes you get so exhausted and you're like, I've not done anything, but your brain's just been like mulling and thinking things over and over and over. Mm -hmm. And it's a really, it uses up a lot of energy. Yeah, definitely. And so if you're doing, if you have a routine where you're doing things the same time every day, you can actually get a lot done, but you're not using that part of your brain that's figuring things out. It's problem solving part mm. of your brain, isn't it? So I guess that's why the routine works really well. But in order to have a routine, I think it's much easier if you've got uh, an environment that really serves that routine and therefore is probably quite tidy and... Oh, hello, noise. Hello, noise, yeah. It's probably quite tidy and clear and the the objects in it really do serve the habits that you want to keep. Mm. I think that probably makes a big difference. The environment. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Which is why I'm going to the office to clean it up today and you're going to tidy up the flat today. Yeah. To serve our environment, to serve us. 100%. No, I like it. I like it. Um, so what, what's your, what new habits are on your agenda that you're going to create and build? Um, definitely meditating. Great. I want to do that. Definitely, definitely. It's been a little while and I'm noticing the negative effects of not mm. <laughs> meditating. Um, exercise, definitely. Um, I'd like to have more of a consistent kind of timetable in my working day mm-hmm. of when I do certain things. What about you? Um, yeah, I probably want to get back into the habit of morning gym. Mm-hmm. I think get, I think getting gym done or exercise done in the morning is amazing for two things one is i think it gets your endorphins going early on it makes you feel good about yourself early on also like whatever happens that day you've got that sense of accomplishment that you've done something really good straight away so i think that's if i can embed one thing in it'll be that again i think i think we both want to have a habit of getting up earlier yeah for sure which means going to bed earlier Mm mm-hmm Whenever I say that, Kira's like, yep, yep, I know, yep. Like, she's definitely going to do it, but I know. (laughs) When it comes to the crunch time, it will be like, no, just another 10 pages of the book. You know what's difficult is changing your body clock, isn't it? Once you do it, it's like, it's easy. But that initial change, I find quite tricky. I guess so, but I find, like, Sunday nights, I'm I'm pretty able to go to bed really early on Sunday nights because we get up quite early on Sunday and I'm pretty knackered usually. And so... It's fine then, but then like it gets into the week and like on Tuesdays if I finish work late and then you get to bed by like 11.30 and then the whole thing's just, and then you're like, well, there's only three days left of the week, so, you know? And then Friday night happens and you're like, well, I'll go to bed a bit later, wake up a bit later on Saturday, even if it is a work day. The thing about this, this is like, every time you make a decision which doesn't serve the habit, it's because you're looking at that decision in isolation. You're saying that the rest of time exists on one plane, but this one decision here that I'm making right now is separate from that. Yeah. Whereas actually the only thing that you do have control of is the decision you make in that moment. And right now. Yeah. yeah. So I think one of the, the hacks, the tricks, is separating in your mind. No. Is not separating the present moment from the wider picture. Yeah. Because that's when we defer... Yeah. Next week. How many times have we done that? 
next week. <laughs> but not just next week. It's like no, this is the the rest of time is happening on that on that plane. That's happening over there. But this one thing is different because of these reasons. Um, and that's just not true. Just the only thing you have control of is that one moment. Yeah. Really. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So not giving yourself exceptions, you mean? Hundred percent. Yeah. So if something else that I thought was really interesting that he mentions is about, cha- I think it's changing your identity mm. rather than, so rather than seeking the reward of, mm. I want to run the half marathon. Yeah. It's saying, I am a runner. Yeah. Because if you have an end goal after that half marathon is done, you're going to stop and habit's just going to go. Whereas if you say, I'm a runner then you keep on that practice and it, it, it continues. And you're not like, oh, I, like me, who, who did do that and then stopped. Yeah. And then like, whoa, I feel uh, a lot less fit than I did then. So I thought that was really interesting about another example, which I think is really clear. And I'm probably going to get the wording slightly wrong, which isn't great for this example. But is if you're, you've quit smoking and you say, oh, no, I'm... Um, are quitting smoking or if you just say I'm not a smoker maybe that wasn't it or I'm trying not to I'm not sure but basically changing it into I'm not a smoker change your identity not your habits basically yeah, and your changing... habits will change for themselves or whatever yeah change your identity just say I'm not a smoker mm. which I, is so I can true. definitely see how that would help because yeah. also you're not saying to yourself oh I'm not I'm sh- I shouldn't be smoking therefore I've got to make the decision true if you just say I'm not a smoker it's like it's just gone you're not spending time in it anymore and i think if anyone has changed any habits in their life uh one of the things that you do notice is the longer when you're trying to change a habit the longer you sit on that fence of in that moment of if the longer you're yeah, thinking yeah. about it the much more likely it is that you're not going to break the habit you're going to give in to that thing if you find a way of thinking about it that you can kind of see it and you're like oh no decision's already made because i don't do that mm. um it's, it's much easier. So it sounds like we're just terrible decision makers. We're not good, consistent decision makers in the moment. Well, we're saying we're trying to get uh, fitter and healthier. Mm-hmm. We're not saying I'm an athlete. <laughs> I'm a really <laughs> healthy person. Yeah. I, I, you, I live a healthy lifestyle. I live a really healthy lifestyle. Mm. I don't do that. Mm. So you have to kind of fake it till you are it, really. Fake it till you make it type thing. I guess so, but it's... I don't know. I think... I don't know if it really is faking it, though. I see what you're saying. Because it's... When do you give yourself permission to call yourself that thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I found it going vegan. Definitely beginning. I, I felt uncomfortable saying I'm vegan because it's like, well, you weren't a week ago. Mm. But... I, so I'd be like, oh, I'm, you know, trying to just eat vegan food. But it... It's What's the lot. time frame? Is it two weeks? Is it two months? Yeah. Is it two years? What's the time frame? And actually, yeah. why not just say it from as soon as you start doing it? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it actually is a lot easier to own it yeah. and explain it and just move on from it. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that's a great point. So you decide you are that thing, therefore the decisions are made for you. Yeah. Mm, I like that. Okay. Well, we live a healthy lifestyle. Okay. Decision made. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
Example, I am a tidy person. Oh. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to be able to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm with you. I understand. Yeah, interesting, isn't it? Mm. So it's, it's an interesting point because I think uh, we definitely have been talking about changes we want to make and we're still having this conversation. So starting with habits. Yeah, is a good exactly. Way. Well, let's see. So by the way, next week is the 52nd week. Are you going to mention this every week into the lead up? Well, just the last two. <laughs> it's a pretty big deal. It's a pretty big deal. I might even get the, um, the nice microphone out. Oh, okay. Who knows? But that's a year. I mean, did you ever think we'd do this for a year? I didn't think about it. I think we both felt quite committed to it. I this is a good oh, habit. This is, this is, yes, this is a great example. Yeah. So another thing he's, I was going to say, <laughs> it's stuff. I'm just pointing his book. You're like, Kira's oh reading book. It makes sense. <laughs> um, it's to make your habits attractive. And I was mm. just about to say, oh, yeah, but this is really fun. Like, mm. as soon as we did it, it was like, oh, no, this is adding. It's not like I need to do a podcast. This mm. is really adding really nice part of the week mm. in our week. Um, so that's how you do it, isn't it? You make yeah. it really enjoyable. Make it fun. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, that, that's not as hard as it sounds because if you're not finding the exercise fun, either just stick at it a little bit until you do get to a good level where you do find it fun or try something a little bit different, like mm -hmm. dance or running if you don't like dancing or if you don't like running, maybe weightlifting or something. But do, do experiment with stuff until you find something fun. Um, and that drill has just emptied my mind of all the thoughts I had. Um, yeah, I don't know. Make it fun. Yeah, make it fun. <laughs> I don't know I don't know but yeah um, you do have to make it fun you do have to make it attractive for yourself Sometimes you have to make it enjoyable it's so hard to remember things that you just were thinking about 30 seconds ago or less than that and you're like how has that just disappeared from my brain <laughs> yeah I know no, but this so is a great fun. example of a good habit built a, a really well built habit and actually this is a good example of habit stacking by the way because what this started yeah. off as was just big breakfast then we did this what it's turned into now is a nice big walk and then this, which is very healthy, much better, much better for mental health and physical health. And it is completely stacked because it feels weird to do this without the walk or to do the walk without this. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That's so true. That's so true. And I guess in terms of food, if you're changing what you eat at all to then make it nice, Mm. You know, we're going vegan, definitely at the beginning, there's a really concerted... Rabbit food. That's what people say, isn't it? But there was a real... We made a really big effort to cook things that were, like, really cool and, like, make a vegan ver version of a burger and chips. Mm -hmm. Things like that. Definitely at the beginning, I remember being, like, making much more of an effort so that it didn't feel like I was missing out yeah, yeah, yeah. on things, because then you're excited for the meal. Mm -hmm. And so doing things like that, I think so. Now we just got to practice what we preach. Yeah, exactly. Got to be good people. <laughs> well, um, any final thoughts on habits? I think there's a lot to think about as well. And I think, I, I, th I think it's really interesting to think about the ones you want to stop doing. Mm, as well true. um it, i think it's a little bit cbt-ish mm -hmm. 
So that's kind of interesting. Um, so yeah, I, I'm finding it very interesting finding out and I'm kind of like looking to see what other ways I can use it in my life. And hopefully, you know, it's one of those things that you understand and actually can implement some long lasting changes. So mm. that's what I'm hopeful for. Well, you can. Yeah. You absolutely can. Thank you. What about you? Final thoughts? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think for me, it's about building, building momentum. I think like, you know, temptation is always going to happen. You just got to realize that temptation is, doesn't serve the long-term purpose. It very, temptation is great at serving the immediate future. Um, but generally speaking, if you make a decision to serve your immediate future, you're probably not doing a great decision to serve your long-term future. That's generally the way. So building momentum so you're consistently making decisions to serve your long-term future is where you want to be. Mm. Um, for me, that's about momentum. Sorry. Sorry, something else that's quite interesting yeah. is about the dopamine hits. Mm. That apparently, initially, when you try something and you like it, yeah. you get the dopamine hit at the reward. Mm. But afterwards, you get the dopamine hit at the queue. So oh, that's right. often yeah, yeah, yeah. why, you know, you, the idea of something is better than yeah, that's true. the thing in itself. Yeah. It's really interesting. So you can say, you can, so initially you buy, you buy pizza, you have pizza in the evening, it's like, this is amazing. Then the next time you have the idea of pizza, you have the same hit that you would have when you're having that pizza. It makes you feel good. Yeah, when we're on the way, we're like, we're mm. going to order pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so true, Definitely. isn't it? <laughs> it's all in the mind, basically. Yeah. Oh, good chat. <laughs> well, I'll see you next week for our year, our year anniversary podcast. Yay. I don't know what we're going to talk about. We never know until about a minute before. <laughs> so true. yeah but anyway lovely chat to you thanks for listening guys bye thanks for tuning in guys have a great week